everybody. Welcome back to the Wildlife Command Center podcast. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. It's 2022. We're recording this in 2021. But when you hear this, it's the new year. So I just wanted to welcome you guys in with Bare Hands Baran, our fearless, awesome leader. And today we're kind of going to talk about closing out 2021, what we accomplished, and then what we're looking forward to here in the new year. Absolutely. Yeah, we got a lot of great things that we've accomplished in uh, 2021. A lot of the goals were met. As a matter of fact, I was looking at my goals from Mm -hmm. 2021, and really, I accomplished 95% of my goals. Dude, really? Yep. And well, you know, and we can talk about that here in a little bit, but it's like my mindset is about goal getting. Not goal setting, not New Year's resolutions, not all this lame (laughs) stuff. My mindset really is what are we going to do in 2022? Hey, because that's what goals are all about. Goals are not about this pipe dream of New Year's resolutions. Goals are not about writing stuff down on a piece of paper that looks good. I mean, goals are truly... We want to write them down. We want to set them, but goals are out there to get them. Yes. You can read all the books in the world and be the most prolific book reader, but if you don't apply any of it to your life, what does it do? I was like that for a long time. You know, fanciful ideas. Yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then like years later, it's like, okay, you know, I finally, I mean, this podcast is the perfect example. How long have I been talking about doing this? And it's like everything else in life. Until you do it, it's just talk. Until you do it, it's just words. Until you do it, it is just what you said. Fanciful thinking. (laughs) Fanciful. And you know, we we do need some fanciful thinking. Something that gives us hope, you know? Mm -hmm. We do need some a bit of that far-reaching, man, if I, when I get to that, when I can do that, when I have that, you know? But Mm -hmm. when we're talking about where you and I are right now, what did we accomplish? That's not fanciful thinking. What we accomplished in 2021, that's what we did. Did, 100%. You know? I mean, when we think about things like, one of my goals for 2022 was to have the reality TV show, Bare Hands Rescue, on a national platform so that people could watch it. And that's what we, and that's what we have right now. If you want to watch yeah. Bare Hands Rescue, you go to Discovery Plus, you type in Bare Hands Rescue. If you follow the link from our website or from our YouTube channel, you'll get a free seven-day trial if you don't have Discovery Plus. But I will say that you do need to have Discovery Plus. That's some good-ass programming, man. I mean, that is some good programming. Yeah. For anybody who needs, you know, to be sold on it, they own the History Channel. So all of the History Channel's awesome shows and Bare Hands Rescue are on Discovery Plus. Yeah. And, you know, that show is parked there forever. It's always going to you know? be there. One of my other goals, which has been a goal that I have missed for a couple of years now, hmm. was to have a full-time YouTube videographer. Oh, you and you did it. Yes. Yes, I did it. You know, in 2020... I interviewed three different people and I actually brought one person on board. 
that just didn't pan out. And then yeah. as a last minute ditch effort in 2020, I hired a company to do it. Yeah, well, that's right. That didn't count because it, it just didn't work like what I was really looking for. You know, yeah. in 2021, I went the whole year looking for somebody and I had this company that I had hired and they were doing a great job with Lemur approved and, and working <laughs> out. But that's not what I want. That was not what my goal was. That's what I settled for. Oh, my goal was to have a YouTube guy, a YouTube video editor, a YouTube camera guy that was running around with me all the time. That was just with me in my hip pocket, just constantly going out on calls with me, you know, LA vlog style. And it was kind of after the summer in 2021 where I was interviewing strong, like I was like seriously interviewing mm-hmm. and I interviewed two guys and both of them were excellent. But Cole Hieronymus, he met up with me at the premiere. And that's like, his real last name. Yeah, he, he is he is <laughs> of Greek descent. His last oh, yes, name is Hieronymus. Right, yeah. You know what's great about that last name is that my iPhone automatically spells it. Like when I'm oh, texting. Great. So you don't have to. <laughs> I know, when I'm texting. Because, <laughs> you know, Hieronymus is like, I don't know, eight letters long. But anyway, he took the time to go to the premiere in St. Louis for the sole reason of just getting a feel for the vibe and to meet me. Oh, our premiere? Yeah, our premiere. Oh, when, nice. The one we had in downtown St. Louis for yeah. Bare Hands Rescue. And of course, you know, we had such a good time at that premiere. It was such a big event. We connected and we talked a couple of times. It's sort of like dating somebody, I, I swear. It wasn't an interviewing process. It was like swiping... <laughs> On Tinder and a couple of coffee dates and yeah, we did. We actually did. We <laughs> went on a coffee date. But anyway, I felt a really good chemistry. I looked at a bunch of his work and I was like, man, this this guy could work out. And we went back and forth a couple of times trying to negotiate what I could afford to pay and how much time he'd put into it. But I'm gonna tell you now, he has been with us since September. And I think he is, I think we're pressing up on 30 YouTube videos that he's made so far that we've posted and published. But he has taken us from around 6,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel to right now we got 8,799 subscribers right now as we speak. But what's more important to me is that our engagement went from zero Like, it was one of the things I complained about all the time in 2021. Man, nobody wants to comment on my videos. (laughs) Nobody wants to say anything on my videos. I don't have any audience. I don't have a community on my YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And now we do. Like, this last video's got like 26 comments on it. The video before that had 40 comments on it. And so the engagement, oh, but what's really important, here's, here's the other thing. Watch time to the end. Watch time and thumbs up, the engagement, the likes. Oh, likes, yeah. Last couple of videos, we typically get about, or I, when I was just doing it with myself before Cole, I would get like 10, 14 likes. Now Mm -hmm. we get 600 likes. Oh, like our engagement is up in the four, five, six hundred. Get the last two videos in a row, we got six hundred likes, and the video that we dropped three days ago has already got one hundred seventy-three likes. Sometimes it's more than just producing a video, you know. What one is coming out tomorrow? 
oh, tomorrow's going to be a really cool Cooper's Hawk rescue video. Ah, people love those. I ran a poll in my community section and I was like, okay, guys, what do y'all want to see? And overwhelming, you know, I gave them three options of the three different kinds of videos we're making now. Overwhelmingly, mm-hmm. 93% of our viewing audience wanted Whew. to see res- hawk rescue and hawk trapping videos. Ah. Uh, yeah. That'll be the trend for a minute now. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Keep rocking those. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm going through, I'm applying for a 2022 Harris Hawk permit from Arizona. So, oh, really? What? Even with all of the, uh, <laughs> even with our army of Harris Hawk breeders we have now at the <laughs> at headquarters? Well, you know, you always need a nice passage female Harris Hawk to add into your bloodlines. Because, see, yeah. if I capture one and fly it for a couple of years, then I'm allowed mm-hmm. to insert it into my breeding program. For Jet, get Jet a nice little girlfriend? Um, actually, I was thinking about George's son, Blackjack. You know? Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Not a bad idea. Is he, who's flying him right now? Nobody. I don't have anybody to fly him. He's just sitting in oh. the muse. Oh, poor guy. Being a happy hawk, flying back and forth. But anyway, we're, we're on a rabbit trail. Let's get back to the goals that we met in 2020, 2021. All right. So other goals that I had set were financial. We had set that we would do $2.75 million in gross sales. Yeah, we actually went over that. We actually went more than that. I haven't. I don't have the exact final numbers yet. I always like to wait till we get the deposits in for today. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. However, we are so close to three million dollars that. Ooh. So typically, whenever I set financial goals for the company, realistically, I have been setting financial goals that were between 500,000 and 250,000 additional gross sales per year, year. you know? Yeah. You know, when you consider a mature company trying to gain an additional $250,000 in gross sales without an additional territory or acquiring another company, you know, it's a pretty tall order because you're talking about upselling, you're talking about teaching your technicians how to really hustle all year long with no problems and Mm -hmm. and no dips. But trying to acquire an an additional $250,000 in gross sales is a chore. And so I felt that's been pretty, a pretty good one. But, you know, for 2021, we almost acquired an additional $500,000 in gross sales. So going into 2022, and we'll talk about what our new goals are in a minute, but going into 2022, that's going to be my thought process is putting us over 3 million, reaching out for that 3.25 million, you know, gotcha. gross sales. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do it without increasing a territory, I think. Yeah, that was something Chance and I were talking about, yeah. holding off on adding something new for a year. You know, I'm sure you're kind of of that same mindset, just doubling down on what we have for a year. Well, you know what my thought process is hmm. with that is it's sort of like my strategy for my reticulated python named Goldie. We've got a reticulated <laughs> python named Goldie, right? And my strategy for her was to feed her in such a manner that she would grow really long, but not very thick. Because I, mm-hmm. use, her, I use her for models, I use her for a lot of movie work, I use her for commercial work, and having a really long snake that's really thin, or not skinny, but thin, 
really it works better because Slender. she's not as heavy. Yeah, she's easier to work with. Yeah, she's she's much easier to work with. So this year we are going to fill Goldie out and we're going to make her thicker. Oh, okay. And so that's what we're going to do with the company this year. When we get into our goals, what what goals are we going to get for 2022? We're going to talk about that, making the company thicker by growing those growth cells and maintaining our footprint where it's at. Now, that being said, I will never let a perfect opportunity pass by and not switch gears or switch goals, you know? Mm -hmm. If something happened where some exceptional advertising became available in a, in a city that we were interested in, I would jump on Las that Vegas. Beat, <laughs> you know? So, you know, and I met a number of personal goals. I met a lot of my health goals. I met all of my health goals. Met my financial goals, you know, certainly met my spiritual goals. So 2021 has been a really, really good year for me. It's been a good year for the business. And... It seems that it's been a good year for everybody that's with us. I would think so. We've got 17 technicians on the books right now. We really, for 2022, we're going to pump that up to a solid 20 because that's how many we need. I would think so. So I need one. You think St. Louis needs one? Does anybody else need one? Or does St. Louis needs two? St. Louis easily needs two. Ah, gotcha. And we can talk about that whenever we really get jump into the 2022 goals. Yeah. But for 2021, it was a great year. I mean, when you see the wrap-ups that the news is going to do for oh 2021, boy, yeah. it yeah. is going to be doom and gloom. It mm-hmm. is going to be a bunch of political crap. Definitely going to mm-hmm. be a political crap show. But for Wildlife Command Center, and that's what this podcast is about, Wildlife Command Center, (laughs) animal experts, we can catch it. This entity did really, really well in 2021. And we're going hard again in the new year. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think firstly, we should tell the viewers, if the viewers are listening to this and they haven't written their goals for 2022, that's the first thing you should write down. If you haven't written your goals yet for 2022, but you've thought about them, or maybe you haven't even thought about them. You got a whole week, really, to get your goals polished for 2022. We always start talking about it in December. We Mm -hmm. start texting, intercompany texting about, and then we want them polished up the first week of the new year. It's because we're not doing New Year's resolutions. Goals, not resolutions. Because like, yeah, so resolution... Like that phrase has just, has become, I don't know about saturated, but just kind of overused. And when you overuse something, it loses its value, I feel like, in the the collective conscious of people. I also think that with resolutions, it's a lot of times it's just pipe dreams. It's fanciful thinking. Yeah. It's, it's I'm going to post this on Facebook and everybody's going to think I'm cool, you know, oh, yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. But if your listeners have not written the goals down and if the listeners have thought about them or not, then you got this whole week, first week of January to write your goals down. And I would encourage everybody to take a piece of paper and at the top of it or go to your notes in your iPhone or open up a Word document and type in, what will I do in 2022? Yeah. You know, and that's going to be your first solid thing that you write. 
you know? And then I always break it into three categories for myself. And within mm-hmm. each category, I write different types of goals. And for instance, I always look at a personal category and that's for me. It's not for my husband, my wife, my, my son, my daughter. It's for me. And then mm-hmm. I have a category for financial and in financial, that might be for the company, that might be for personal finances, that might be for you know people around me finances. And then I look at strictly business, and that's going to include what am I going to do for me in the business, and it's also what am I going to do for the business, and what is my business. I usually keep it to those three things. And there's a lot of different categories that you can write about out there, but they, they really fall into those three categories or very, very personal, your financial, and then your business or career, you know, objectives. And then within those, I write some very, very easy goals, things that I'm not currently doing that are super easy to do that I need to do. That's my first set. And this does two things. One, it gets you to do the things you should be doing, but you're just not, that are super easy, that could make your life so much better. Mm -hmm. But it also gives you immediate gratification when you do them. You know, for instance, one of the things that Chance and I are both going to do is we're both going to watch at least one Gary Vanderchuk video every single day. He has enough video content out there that you can watch a new video every single day, you know? That's just one little thing that can be easily done that doesn't require anything, but it's success that you can have right away and you can feel good about it. And it keeps you motivated to do the rest of your skills. Mm -hmm. The second things that I write is I look at intermediate goals. Those are things that require just a little bit of attention. They require a little bit of effort, but they're things that I will probably acquire within two to three months. And then I have my longer term goals, you know, things, things that are going to take me right around six months, but that's as far out as I go. I don't write any goals that require a whole year to do. Now, I usually write those goals. Those are my long term goals, acquire them within six months, and then I'm going to polish them off the last six months of the year. So they are part of my habit. It's a habit. It's what I do every day. I, okay. I've, I've accomplished it. I've grabbed a hold of it. And now I need to continue to do it every day for the rest of the year. And that way, when you turn around and you look back, you're like, yeah, I did watch a Gary V video every single day. You know, I did save $10 every single day. Yeah, I did invest $10 every day in crypto or whatever it is. <laughs> Someone's jumping on that train. And then you can go into those things that took you a little bit of effort to get there, you know, those intermediate goals that, that take you two or three months. And then you can polish them the rest of the year and they can become part of who you are so that you never have to set it as a goal again because it's what you're doing. It's, yeah, but up to that point. And so it's no longer a target you need to hit because it's already hit. And then you use that to re-refine the last six months. Is that what you do? That's what I do, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I use the last six months to hone that stuff in so that it becomes, it no longer needs to be a goal. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a perfect example of this is going to be my ideal weight. Now, at this moment, right now, I weigh 205 pounds. And okay. I, look, I look good at 205 pounds. I don't have a beer gut. You can see my Adidas loin line, you know. I'm building muscle. But 
my face is a little bit thicker than what mm-hmm. I like. You know, it's just me. Anybody else, this looks great, but it's just me. Yeah. So if I reduce my body fat to get me down to about 18% body fat, then my mm-hmm. face looks the way I like it. And I usually weigh between 195 and 197. So what are you at right now? Like 20, 22%? I don't know. What is it? I've, I've got one of those really fancy weight scales that actually calculates it all for me. Hmm. Let me see what I was yesterday. I'm at 24% right now for my age and my, my height. Now, one thing that this scale also keeps into account is skeletal muscle content. And mm-hmm. so I've been gaining muscle in my, my regular workout routine. And so my skeletal muscle content, my muscle mass in general, is higher than it's ever been. 150 pounds of skeletal muscle mass, which for me, my age and all those considerations is really good. Like it gives me a dark green color on that. But anyway, that's my whole point was that I'm going to give it two, three months for me to get there. Then I'm going to maintain it. And then it's going to become part of me. Last year, I was really just all over the place with my personal fitness goals. In 2021 or 2020? 2021. Okay. I was all over the place with my personal fitness goals. I met all my goals, but I shifted them and I tried to go further. I tried to reset them. I was like, no, that's not working. I'm too skinny. I did a lot of weight loss things, but then I did weight loss. I lost muscle and I was like, I didn't like that. You know, I like my shoulders to be round, you know. Mm-hmm. All righty. Let's, let's go over some of the 2021 goals that we did hit. Sure. Between the two of us. Well, you know, some of my other goals were personal goals. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted to get three parts in feature length movies. Three significant parts. It significant is, roles, yeah. Yeah, it, it's super easy for me to get a part in a movie. Like, like I can get a part in just about any movie if I know the movie's going to be filming. But I wanted to get three significant parts in three feature movies. I ended up filming five feature films in 2021, but I got three significant parts. And I got two parts nice. that were pretty good, you know? They're good enough that when we go to the premiere my wife, Bonnie, will be sitting next to me and she'll go, yeah, that's my husband. I'm pretty proud of that. <laughs> right? The Bigfoot is one of them, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Bigfoot probably is going to be the, the best movie from a goal-setting point of view. Oh, yeah. As far as whew, product placement. Some of my other goals for 2021 were to get our product, Wildlife Command Center, featured in a major, a feature-length film. And the Bigfoot, it's called Drone Down. Mm-hmm. The Bigfoot movie is, is just incredible. As a matter of fact, I'm looking at one of the prop costumes right now, and across the back of it, it is Wildlife Command Center. Because mm-hmm. in the movie, the flying of the drones for fire control over the national forests was privatized. And so there was a company, a fictitious company, that ran the drones. And the name of that company was Wildlife Command Center in the movie. <laughs> And and so the uh, the uniforms that everybody was wearing say Wildlife Command Center on it. I was looking at some video footage Dude. of it yesterday, and uh, yeah. I was like, you can't tell that those are not Wildlife Command Center employees and technicians because because the, they're they're in black pants, they're in the they're wet in the belt, same, yeah, 
They've got the Wildlife Command Center hats on it. The only difference, the names on it say, you know, things like Ranger, Ranger Supervisor, whatever their particular roles are that they were that they were having. Mm-hmm. So that was a big goal that we accomplished. You know, I actually got product placement for the company in multiple films in 2021. Yeah, the Tommy Knockers. We got some product placement in Tommy Knockers. We got some product placement in Arena Wars. We got some product placement in Numbers, which, well, it's been changed. The name's been changed to Death Count. So, you know, it was one of those things. But, you know, the whole point of it was in 2020, we set that goal. And it was something that I was thinking about all the time. And this, this is the great way that really good goal setting, goal getting works is it's top of mind. It's high. You're preparing for it. You know, you're thinking about how you're going to accomplish these things. And when the opportunity presents itself, you take advantage of it. A lot of people call that luck. <laughs> right. There's a lot of people that call that luck. You're uh, so but, lucky. But yeah. Dude, that is so lucky. How'd you get your uniform as the major character <laughs> uniform in, in that Dude, movie? you're so lucky you got your own TV show. Yeah, man, you're so lucky. <laughs> you lucky dog. I'm going to tell you, when we talk about the TV show, mm-hmm. not, not only did I have to keep that top of mind, but I had to carry the torch. I had to maintain the faith when everybody around me was like, yeah, not so much. Are you really mm-hmm. going to do this? How much, how much longer are you going to talk about this? You know, because it's a hard row to hoe. And that comes from an old saying back when people farmed a lot. And you had one particular row that was in kind of rocky soil. And the ah. weeds grew up in it a lot. And so you have a hoe that you're cutting the weeds with to keep so that your mm-hmm. garden will grow. And that is just that particular row is hard to hoe. I like that saying. Yeah, a hard, hard road to hoe. hoe, but you got to do it if you want to. If you want the fruits of the vegetables, so it's pretty good. But you know, we probably should just go ahead and start jumping into twenty twenty two goals. I mean, I think we've established the fact that we met a lot of our goals in twenty twenty one. Yes, you know, we really did. You know, and here is the thing about goal setting: is that your goals should be things that you should be doing anyway, point blank. Exactly. And not a lot of people know that. A lot of people put theirs too lofty. I'm in, I'm in that category myself. You know, I set these super lofty, sometimes unattainable, and sometimes I do attain them, sometimes I don't. But really, really high standard kind of stuff when it should be stuff that is accomplishable. You just have to do it. You have to do it. You have to actually do it. You know, yeah. I think that's the difference between fanciful thinking and goal getting. Mm-hmm. You know, your goals should be things that you should be doing anyway, yeah. regardless. You know, things that are going to make your life better, things are, that are going to get you to reach those fanciful thoughts. Because setting good goals today for 2022 can set you up to get some of those fanciful thoughts, those mm-hmm. those futuristic things. The really know? high level stuff that you've been desiring for a long time. And trust me, I have some of those. You know, I have some of those thoughts. 10 million. But you know, the goals <laughs> that we set today, they need to be obtainable. So that also means that they, that you need to be able to quantify them. 
Because if you can't quantify something, then you can't measure it. And if you can't measure it, then you don't know how well or bad you're doing getting to that goal. But, you know, those personal goals, those financial goals, those business goals, those real easy, 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 easy ones that you set that you're going to do every single day, that it's something that you can pop right out of the gate going, all right, I'm getting my goals for 2022. You know, we get to the end of January, you can turn around, you can say, all right, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, mm-hmm. I'm doing this, I'm doing this. Then that helps you maintain that momentum so that you can get the rest of those intermediate goals, the things that are going to take you two or three months. And then that sets you up to get those, to keep you going for those long-term goals that are going to take you six months. Yeah. And then you have time in the year if things didn't go straight, if things didn't go just right, if things went well and you hit them to really hone in and refine those goals so that they become part of who you are and you never have to set those goals again because that's what you're doing on a regular, consistent basis. Hmm. That definitely helps. That's a good way to think about it. It, it is an excellent way to think about it, you know. So, so you know, jumping straight into 2022 goals, I already ex- expressed some of my short-term goals. My short-term goals are to work on branding techniques that we can put in place right away. Yes. One of those I already, ex- already shared with you is Chance and I both are going to be watching at least one Gary Vanderchuk video every day. You know, and specifically, I'm going to be sorting through all those branding videos because that's the thing that is high on my priority of setting goals for 2022 is meeting certain branding concepts and techniques. What about the YouTube channel, Wildlife Command Center YouTube channel? What are some of those hard data? What's a good quantifiable point that you want to hit? So our intermediate goal is to hit 10,000 subscribers. So I think that if we keep the trajectory we're doing, if we keep putting the content out that we're doing, if we keep getting the engagement that we're doing, we should be able to hit 10,000 subscribers within two to three months on there. One of the things that we're really going to be working hard on this year is the do-it-yourself type videos. Oh, people love those. My my best video on my own channel is a do-it-yourself type of video by far and beyond. Yeah, because people want to know that they can be empowered to solve their own problems. You know, Mm -hmm. people want to know the right techniques. People want to know the right products. People want to know what they can do to start working on their problem now, especially when we're talking about wildlife. So we're going to, we have pretty lofty goals to do a lot of do it yourself content. Yeah. And so that's some of our short term goals. Um, Some of our long term goals. With the company are definitely our gross sales, you know, Mm -hmm. without adding a territory, with just growing what we have right now, we are going to reach out and try to obtain, no, not try, we will obtain $3.25 million. Yes. You want to catch that for the audience and tell them why I I corrected myself? Try, absolutely, because it's one of my, it's one of my favorite, maybe even a, I could even call it a doctrine to live by because... If you imply that you're going to try something, you imply that you could fail at it. You give yourself the out. You basically set yourself up for failure. If it's an option, it will be the option that you take because 
we are just a, a lazy species. And, you know, that's not a detriment to us. It's because back when food was hard to come by, the less you did, so to speak, like the the most you could do with the least amount of effort was best for you because calories were difficult to get. So when we say try, we're like, you know, I might do it, I might not do it. But you can either do things or not do things. If you set that as the concrete boundary in your mind and you live your life by those methods, you will accomplish a lot more. Never try. And you know, everyone goes back to, and I quote them a lot myself, Yoda's, do or do not, there is no try. Because, you know, trying is just a, an easy way out. It just gives you, the, mm-hmm. it gives you permission to fail. If you say you are going to do something, then not only do you have to keep your word, but mentally, you're telling yourself it's an affirmation, it's a positive affirmation that you are going to do it. And that's what you have to do. In life in general, you know, trying doesn't cut the steak. Mm-mm. It doesn't kill the elk. <laughs> no, dude. It does not. Uh, tell from personal experience, that is... One of the absolute hardest things that I've ever done was, you know, two years ago now, killing my first elk. And then technically last year, because you guys are hearing this in 2022, but not accomplishing that goal, it burned me. It hurt a lot. So the reality of it is you can now say that I tried to kill an elk in 2021. No! Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst oh it it was it's i mean obviously and so here's another thing you can do lifestyle point for everybody take all of the responsibility and the blame onto yourself for actions that happen around you to you it's all because of you i did not prepare enough for that hunt and it showed by me not being successful I thought I did. It wasn't physically. I was very physically prepared. It was in the research of the hunt. I did not prepare enough. I didn't have enough backup plans. That's basically what it came down to. But that is not going to happen in 2022. I am going to harvest an elk 100%. So a point that you made, and I just want to reemphasize it, is important. Yeah. Okay. When you take full responsibility for a failure... What you do is you set yourself up for success. Mm-hmm. If you take the victim route, I didn't accomplish this because somebody made a bad mm-hmm. comment about me on YouTube or whatever. You know, <laughs> if you take full responsibility for your successes and you take mm-hmm. full responsibility for your failures, then you never fall into victim mode and you can correct things because you're in charge. If, yes. if you take responsibility for something, then you are in control of that situation, whether it's failure or success. And if you're in control of the situation, no matter what it is, I don't care how far-fetched it is. In general, most of us do rely on that victim mentality because then it's not my fault, you know? And then you can just dismiss it and it just, you know, it just happened to me. It just happened to me and... It is not my fault I got that speeding ticket. It's that cop. If he wasn't on the other side of that hill <laughs> with that radar, I would not have got that speeding ticket. No, actually, yeah. if you would have just pulled your foot off the pedal a little bit and went the speed limit, you wouldn't get that speeding ticket. Anyway, you know, set, setting goals that you can get 
and getting goals for 2022 is going to be huge. We're probably going to talk about it on some more episodes, especially the first mm-hmm. part of the year. You know, just set, setting little things. But we have goals in place. We have refined our goals. We have written our goals. And we're about to release them to the public. You know, so if you go to my Facebook page, you'll be able to read my goals today. If you go to Instagram, if you go to TikTok, we're going to be doing a few little things about the goals you'll be able to find up. And then you can hold us accountable, you know, because that's that's the other ticket. That's the other piece of the puzzle is having somebody to be accountable for. Because if you are just left to your own mind, your mind will make up a lot of excuses of why you should fail, could fail, or are failing. No, the bed is warm. You don't need to go run. Mm-hmm. You don't need to read that book. It's fine. It's fine. You already know what you need to know. Don't listen to it. <laughs> I want to use bad words, but that mook that is telling you, you don't need to do that. You're okay. Your station in life is just where you need to be. Don't listen to it. Mm-hmm. So we, we definitely are all about goal getting. And we've Mm -hmm. got our goals ready to go for 2022. And, you know, our thought process is going to be, what are you going to do in 2022? And next few podcasts, we'll probably be talking about that because it's important the first week of the new year, you know, because that's kind of like our reset point. And just to recap, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. Those things always fall to the wayside. I don't believe in, in setting or writing these lofty, fanciful goals. I believe in writing goals that are things that you should be doing anyway and setting those goals up. And if anyone has any questions about goal getting, goal setting, then certainly reach out to the YouTube channel, the Wildlife Command Center YouTube channel, leave a comment, engage me in one of the videos that is pertinent to a goal you want to set. And I will help walk you through it I'll help you make sense of it. And I promise if you do that, if you contact me through the YouTube channel about setting a particular goal, how can you get it? I promise that we will work it through. I will hold you accountable all year and you will get that goal. (laughs) Yes. If you give me permission by engaging with me, (laughs) I will work with you and hold you accountable and you will get that goal in 2022. Heck yes, guys. So, To summarize, write those goals down today, right now. Write down, and you know, you can take some time a week or so to refine them and also break each of one of those goals down into daily or weekly or monthly small turn attainable like steps to achieve them. Appreciate you guys listening to another episode of the Wildlife Command Center podcast. It's back on with Bare Hands Baran, closing out, or actually restarting, starting out the new year, 2022. Strong as heck. Appreciate you listening. Hey, if you're on, you know, whatever platform you're listening on, can you please leave us an awesome review or like uh, on iTunes, Spotify, leave us a five-star review. That would be great. Thank you guys again. Michael, appreciate you. All right. Bare Hands Baran is out. We're out. Love you guys. God bless. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this podcast. This is Michael Baran, aka Bare Hands Baran. Make sure you go now to Discovery Plus, download our reality TV show, Bare Hands Rescue. 
where we are out there every day rescuing people from wild animals. It is entertaining, it is engaging, and it is informative. Download it today and listen for our next podcast.